live streaming thing and I'm telling you it's a lot harder than it looks I'm trying to uh kind of like figure out all the stuff and all that and all the things it's not my forte yet but I will get there mark my words I will get there uh so this is actually supposed to be the day after but it's not clearly the day after the day after uh me and the juice actually recorded yesterday and uh yeah about that <laughs> we didn't uh we didn't exactly get the audio we wanted and then last night i was like well damn i'll just do the day after myself and i'm sorry juice but what happened was i messed up the audio again yeah. So that's just kind of what had happened. And so uh, we're actually in the day after now. And um, we can try to talk about what happened in this Cowboys game. So just an absolute stomping, shellacking, whatever else you want to call this thing. This was an absolute domination statement I mean put people on notice type performance from the Cowboys and mainly you started seeing guys like Zeke Elliott he's doing his thing right you started seeing uh Tony Pollard just continuing to do what he does um you started seeing I mean man you saw Dalton Schultz just show like he's playing like he's a top 10 tight end in the whole league and then of course what the defense is doing is outstanding and namely guys like Trayvon Diggs Micah Parsons Osa Adigizuwa it's insane what these guys are doing and that's something that I don't think a lot of us expected (laughs) I mean through three games This team is leading the league in turnovers. The whole league. They have eight, bro. They have eight turnovers in three football games. Did y'all expect that? I didn't. (laughs) I did not. Like I said, 41-21 is exactly what Dallas was looking for. I mean, the Eagles are not a good football team. They proved it on Monday. Dallas is a good football team. They proved that on Monday. They actually proved it week one. They took the champs toe-to-toe, took them to the end, really should have won the game. And then they went on the road against a team. The Chargers tried to warn y'all good team and after we beat them we had to hear about well you know maybe we overrated the chargers oh the chargers aren't even that good you know can we really trust this dallas team oh they barely snuck by here's the deal how can you say they barely snuck by the chargers 
but then you can't say that the Bucks barely snuck by the Cowboys. Y'all, these were road games. It's tough to win in the NFL, especially on the road. You don't believe me? Look up the road and home splits for every NFL team, including the good ones, and you'll see that on the road, you are far less likely to win than you are at home. That just is what it is. Don't know the science behind it. I don't know any of the things, but regardless, the facts remain. It's tough to win on the road. So let's just chill with the whole, oh, we need to be, you know, discrediting the Cowboys for what they're doing. They dismantled a division rival, a division rival that wanted to uh, wear shirts and stuff and wear our logo, Nick Sirianni. I hope you learned from this, my man. Don't wear another team's logo. Bro, be better than that. This isn't high school. Hell, I don't even know in college I see coaches wearing other teams' logos, man. Wear your own stuff. Wear your own stuff, man. I I don't know what else to tell you other than, boy, you done messed up. You done messed up, bro. And Cowboys proved it. Cowboys made you pay for it, and I'm glad they did. You had to learn the hard way. You don't do that in the NFL. You really don't do it anywhere. I don't even remember whenever I was playing high school ball, uh, I ever saw someone wearing, my coach never said, oh, and we have rivals, big rivals. We didn't ever wear their logo. Promise you that. That was the last thing we were wearing. Uh, I would have accepted quite a few other things, and some people were trying to write it off like it wasn't a big deal. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. I know that they were like, this. You, do, you couldn't disagree with the statement. If he just wore like a beat Dallas shirt, still would have been a clown show, but he had our logo on. It. Like, it was two, it was their logo and our logo clashing. Nah, man. Nah. That's not what you do. And you especially don't do it if you're going to go out there and get smacked around and lose by 20 points against the division rival that, let's be frank, you treated it like it was your Super Bowl. And you got embarrassed, bro. You got absolutely embarrassed. So I hope you learned from it. And we'll see you later on this year, I believe week 17. Let's get into what happened in the game. Like I said, 41-21, Cowboys. Let's start with the first drive. Cowboys start off with the football. Nice little five-minute drive. Zeke Elliott pounding it in after uh, Dak Prescott. Huge play to C.D. Lamb. And then, you know, Zeke Elliott doing his thing, man. Just pounding the rock in there. Love it. Little one-yard touchdown. Ensuing drive. Uh, or we get a three and out, I believe. Um, oh, no, 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 no. We get an interception by Anthony Brown, which I thought the momentum carried him into the end zone for a touchback, but apparently not. So <laughs> so apparently we're on the one-yard line, and uh, Tyler Biotish gets worked, worked by Javon Hargrave. Dak tries to, uh, you know, just slide left a little bit to avoid the pressure. Goes to try to hit 
I believe CD Lamb. I'm about to dive into the film later on, but I believe he was trying to get CD Lamb, and uh, Tyron Smith was right behind him. So when he winds up, it knocks it out of his hand, and it's just a shit show at that point. Uh, Fletcher Cox winds up catching it, and it's a fumble six, and it's seven seven all of a sudden. You're like, eh, I'm not feeling as good about it. But here's when I knew we were going to dominate the game. Ensuing drive, long, sustaining drive. I believe it's like eight minutes long. And we take this down the field. Dak puts it in the end. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Before that, we go right down the field. And Dak gets a clear touchdown taken away from him. Was that, was that before? I'm looking at the, uh, the play-by-play can't believe if I can't no 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 it was before it was before I know for a fact so uh Dak Prescott QB sneak on fourth and goal clearly in and it's 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 irrefutable he was in I don't care what the officials say I don't care what anyone else has to say watch the play especially from the overhead view you can clearly tell that Dak was in the end zone like it's not even a question He's in the end zone. And then, before the whistle blows, I believe he, like, starts putting the ball up. And, I mean, dude, he's three yards in the end zone, man. Like, I swear, he's his whole body's in it at this point. And we're blowing the play dead, and we're like, oh, okay, all right. And they mark him down at the one. And then they go, well, it feels like a touchdown, but, you know, we can't fully see it. And, you know, we don't have enough evidence to overturn the blip, 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 blip. Come on, man. Come on. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing these days. We can't even get touchdowns right. With a, We challenged it. We challenged it. And you took five minutes to look at it. We still can't get the call right. Unbelievable. Anyway, we go, uh, stop them, believe maybe a three and out. We come right back down, big drive, Dak Prescott, 19 yards to Dalton Schultz. He had a huge game, like I was talking about earlier, and uh, 14-7, we're in the driver's seat. Then, get the ball back again, go down, uh, Zeke Elliott pounds the rock in again, it's 20-7, to and Greg Zerline, he, he misses the extra point. He missed the extra point. Two extra points missed in three games, man. I I don't I don't understand it. I don't get it. Never understand it. Don't get it. Anyway, regardless, it's twenty to seven. Come out at halftime, or into the second half. Eagles start with the ball. Trayvon Diggs. Pick six, uh, 59 yards to the hizzy. Love it. 27-7. We let the Eagles stick around a little bit. Start stalling out on offense somehow, and um, we wind up giving a Zach Ertz touchdown. It's 14-27. But then, you know Dak, 
fourth and two from the or fourth and goal from the two. He's gonna roll out. He's gonna get Cedric Wilson two yard touchdown. And for those that said he missed an open CD Lamb, he was already breaking the pocket. And I mean, he's not gonna throw back across his body. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. And uh, so so that's how that goes. He's not gonna throw back across his body. It just is what it is. So touchdown Dallas. 34-14. Then, why don't we just put a put-away drive? Dalton Schultz, like I said, excellent game. I love you, man. Dalton Schultz, come here, man. Bring it in. 22-yard pass. He makes like five people miss. Gets it in the end zone. 41-14. Eagles get a garbage time. Touchdown, which was a nice throw from Jalen Hurts. Um, 41-21, that's your final. Cooper Rush was in the game, handed it off to Corey Clement. That tells you anything. So, uh, <laughs> big win. Big win. And that is exactly what we were looking for. It's exactly what we were looking for. Just whooped him in the time of possession. 34, uh, almost 35 minutes of possession to their 25. That's a big deal. Um, 160 yards rushing, a couple tutters. Pollard had room to run. Zeke was just pounding it, bro. Zeke was having a nice, nice game. He's had back-to-back nice games. Um, he's he's back, y'all. Not in 2016 form. That's what me and the Juice were talking about yesterday. He'll never be back to 2016. You just don't get that kind of athleticism back, especially with how many touches he's had in his career. But... He looks like 2018 Zeke, where he was like a little slower, but he is pounding that. And he looks light. He looks like he looks like a nice running back, right? Like he actually has some moves, but man, his body lean's still the best in the business. And um, man, he 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 pounds defenders, man. They do not want to tackle him, especially late in the game when they're tired. So got to give it up 160 yards on the ground Dak Prescott a clean game the only thing was a couple decisions here and there to take a sack don't hold it as long that's really been the only complaint I've had about Dak Um, but 21 to 26 238 yards three tutties no uh, interceptions like I said did take some meaningless sacks or not meaningless but unnecessary is what I should say um, don't need that, but Zeke, 17 carries, 95 yards, two tutties, also had three catches for 21 yards. Big time game from Zeke, both over five yards a carry. Talking about Pollard, uh, 11 carries, 60 yards. And like I said, Dalton Schultz, six of seven targets caught, 80 yards, two tutties. And you got to love it, man. You got to love that. It's exactly what we've been trying to figure out with this team. We said, hey, can can we just beat really bad teams and can we go on the road and beat good teams? Because if we can do that, I mean, this might be a 12 to 13 win season. That's what we were saying at the beginning. They said, can we get takeaways on the defense? If that 
happens, this could be a 12 to 13 win season. Both of those things have ran true so far. Or rang true, I should say. Watch out for them Cowboys, man. Watch out for them Cowboys. I know it's early, but hey, it's a quarter of the way of the season, basically. And I don't see any reason or evidence as to why they aren't one of the best teams in the league. Someone tell me why they aren't. I'll listen. Right now, inarguable, if you ask me. Should have beat Tampa Bay. Beat the Chargers, who just went on the road and beat the Chiefs. And then you just dismantled uh, a football team and a division rival. And you beat up on a really bad team and dominated them in all three phases, which is exactly what you're supposed to do when you're a contending team. Yes, I said contending. I know it's early. It's only been three games. Rain Dakota Prescott is playing his best football of his career. Try to tell y'all. Try to tell you every single offseason. This guy gets better. He just gets better. It's, It's inexplicable. He hadn't played football for like a full calendar year. He showed up on week one against the Bucks, and he's darting it all over the yard. It's insane. This guy's not human. And then he just plays a nice, clean game outside of like one or two mistakes. Had the one overthrow to CD in the Chargers game that well, wound up getting intercepted. But overall, bro, he's been damn near perfect. That's why he's in the MVP conversation. I believe he's leading the odds right now, if I'm not mistaken. Like, and then you should beat Carolina. You should beat the Giants. At this point, I say you beat the the Patriots on the road, but I won't predict that yet. But either way, I mean, you could rattle off three wins in a row and you're firmly in the MVP conversation, especially if he's keep keep playing the way that he's playing man he is totally content taking what the defense gives him they um they're so scared of his deep ball and seam routes and long developing plays that they have completely backed up and dared them to run the football and the only reason we didn't run it against tampa bay is because their d-line so stout And we decided we were just going to use the short passing game as an extension of the run game. And we moved the ball with ease. We can give you a little bit of this. We can give you a little bit of that. Either way, looks like we're going to put ourselves in a position to win every week. That's tough to deal with, ladies and gentlemen. That is tough to deal with. So, watch out for them Cowboys, man. Watch out for them, Cowboys. Speaking of, Osa Digizua, breakout game for him. One and a half sacks, as I predicted, on the money. Uh, had a lot of pressures, too. I believe four, uh, maybe. Same with Micah, just all over there. He had half a sack. Uh, it was with Osa. And so, Randy Gregory had an impact game, but he got held a ton even ones that weren't called same with Micah and that's been consistent for the past few weeks they just hold Micah that's the only way they can keep him from getting to the quarterback 
and uh, refs haven't been calling it that much, but they did catch the ones that were happening to Randy, and those would have been sacks. Like, Randy would have had two sacks at least on Monday night, uh, but they were just holding them. So, is what it is. Shout out to J. Ron Curse as well. Dude is balling. I don't know if Donovan Wilson gets that job back, man. But either way, what a turnaround at the safety position. Huh? What a turnaround. We've been complaining about safety since, I don't know, forever. Darren Woodson. (laughs) Roy Williams, whenever he was having his years, that was nice. But ever since then, who's been a safety? Barry Church was a nice player. But, like, how long has it been that we complained about safety? We put in, like, no resources. (laughs) And we just somehow got the returns that we got for this year. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, shout out to J-Ron Curse, man, doing his thing. And when Dono comes back, you're just adding more to the arsenal. More stuff for Dan Quinn to work with. Dan Quinn... Whew. He's having himself a turnaround as well, speaking of. Uh, other guys, Chauncey Golston. He's flying around the football field, ladies and gentlemen. That was his debut in the NFL. Another third-round pick with Osa. Got him in the trade back with Philly. Getting another third-round steal. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, who else? Who else? Before I dive a little more deep. Um, Brent Urban. Shout out to him, man. He took on a lot of double teams on Monday and let Osa do his thing. Let uh, let the let the linebackers flow. I mean, he he really was kind of the force in the run game from what I saw. We'll dive into the film and we'll do it together uh, later on, but. Shout out to Brent Urban. It's a big piece. You need guys like that on your team to uh, just eat up the blocks, let Oso run free, let your linebackers go, let your defensive ends work. It's what you need, man. It's what you need. Man, Micah Parsons is a freak show. (laughs) I said defensive end. I just thought about when he just murdered that read option play uh, from Jalen Hurts, and I'm like, dude. This guy's crazy. This guy is crazy. Got him, Trayvon Diggs. Uh, It's just... Future is bright, ladies and gentlemen. Future is bright. We're doing all this without Demarcus Lawrence. We did it without Keanu Neal, your starting linebacker. We threw Jalen out there and had a hell of a game. That should tell you all you need to know. (laughs) Jalen's not playing horrible, but... There are some run fits that he pulls a classic Jalen or he's hopping into the wrong gap. He's, uh, you know, over-pursuing or whatever, a missed tackle here. But overall, it's been been pretty decent. Been pretty decent. Not horrible. Not horrible. Um, diving into some just real quick conversation. Now I'll get y'all out of here. I won't hold y'all too long. Are we seeing the back the best version of Dak Prescott? My answer is yes. 
Like, he's not as much of a threat with his legs, and I think that's on purpose. Like, that's a him thing. Not because he's scared, because he's being smart. He's taking what the defense has given him. They haven't really given him room to run. You saw he even tried to do a read option pull, and they were ready for it. Like, they're playing that. So eventually it'll come back, I think, at least a little bit, where you'll be like, oh, a nice third down. They're finally not respecting him keep, you know, keeping it because they are doing they are respecting that. They're they're still fully expecting him to run. But he's not taking off in scrambles. He's scrambling and making plays. That's a big deal. That's a big difference. He's extending plays and getting the ball further downfield rather than running and sliding for 4 yards. He's extending, extending, extending and he's so good at throwing on the run. Like He's getting rid of the ball extremely quick. Uh, Time to throw is two and a half seconds pretty much every time, you know? Like, what was that this this week or for the regular season? Uh, He's up there with Brady. Like, Brady 2.49, you know that's what he does. So, 2.52 for Dak. I mean, that's that's what he does, man. That's what he's – that's what's what's crazy. He's playing Brady-esque, but he has a lot more ability. Because he can break the pocket, extend the play, throw on the run, you know, can take off occasionally. Dak Prescott is very good. He's very, very good. He's worth every penny of the contract. Continues to play like this. He'll easily run away with comeback player of the year. But start looking like an MVP candidate like he already is. Just got to keep doing it. You're a quarter of the way there. Keep it up. Keep it up. Starts with the Panthers. But it's going to point out a couple of just little things that I feel like get overlooked. Numbers like completion percentage over expected. Dak Prescott has led that stat two weeks in a row. On Monday, for example, he had 80.8% completion. That's insane. That was 14.8 over expected. So basically expected means, hey, does an average quarterback from what we see make that completion? Yes or no? And the answer is yes. Percentage number goes up. The answer is no. It goes down, right? Seems simple enough. Well, they're saying an average quarterback – Completes it 66% of the time. Dak completes it 80%. (laughs) So that's crazy. That's crazy to think about. That's what elite quarterback play looks like. It's getting balls to places that normal quarterbacks and your average run-of-the-mill guys, you know, don't get there. That's what playing at an elite level does. That's what playing at an elite level looks like. Dak Prescott is playing his best football, period. End of story. So, with all that said, one more little shout-out. Just like Trayvon Diggs having a 92 overall grade on Monday. He only gave a 50% completion. Yeah, that pick six, two pass breakups insane and so far on the year 
Micah Parsons and Osa Adigizu are one and two when it comes to pressures, hurries, and sacks. Parsons, 15 pressures, leads the team. 10 hurries and two sacks, one and a half. Osa Adigizua, 10 pressures, seven hurries, one and a half sacks as well. That's crazy. Crazy. Just rookies. Rookies are doing that. Crazy. And then one more little nugget. Nobody in the NFL is moving the chains more consistently than Dallas through the first three weeks of the year. A tweet from Mike Leslie at Mike Leslie WFAA. First downs per game. Dallas sitting alone at the top. 27.3. Next are the Kansas City Chiefs and the Vegas Raiders at 25.3. So we average two more first downs a game than the next runner up. It's a big deal, y'all. That's a big deal. So just keep doing your thing, y'all. Keep doing your thing. I mean, I don't know. There's a there's a lot of teams that are going to have a problem trying to uh, play against the boys. Bad teams, you expect us to blow them out like we did on Monday night. Good teams, you're going to expect us to play them close, be in a position to win, if not win them. So beat the bad teams. And that should already get you in the playoffs with the way this division is. The whole division's bad. So beat the bad teams. You go 6-0 and in the division. Pretty tough, to, uh, pretty tough to stay out of the playoffs at that point. But win a couple of close games against really good teams. Like I said, that's how you get to 11, 12, 13 wins. Maybe a little home field advantage in the playoffs. Be looking good. Be looking real good. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, 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 crazy. And that's exactly what we've been looking for, man. That's what we've been missing. And I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited. Y'all let me know how y'all feeling. But I'm excited, man. Anyway, it's all the time we have. God bless y'all. We'll see you next time, and until next time, peace.